and welcome back to Travel Minded, the podcast. Can you believe we are now on series four and what a ride it's been? On today's episode, I am joined by Neela Marino, who is an adventurous travel creator dedicated to seeing the world. She's a 27-year-old with a passion for exploring who loves to encourage other young people to follow their dreams and live their most exciting and authentic lives. Her content is based around travel and lifestyle and she uses this content to inspire people to be free-spirited, adventurous and to explore the world and all its hidden gems. On the episode, we discuss her love of volunteering and how it's taken her to some incredible places. How's your day been? How has this cat sanctuary been today? Oh, it's been really good. Um, I really love it here, honestly. It's so wholesome. Yeah, absolutely. What made you want to, I mean, I guess kind of looking on your TikTok, we can give some links to listeners afterwards, but from your TikTok, you can tell that you love volunteering and it's a great way to travel around and meet people. And I guess then the cat sanctuary was an opportunity for you. What made you want to do a cat sanctuary? Um, Well, I love animals in general and I really love cats. (laughs) So uh, a while ago, like a few years ago, I think I saw a TikTok video um, of a girl volunteering at a cat sanctuary. And I think it was in Greece or Croatia. And I just always remembered it. I was like, I really want to do that one day. And this year I was planning my travels to Europe and I was looking for volunteer positions. And then I remembered, I was like, oh my God, I still really want to volunteer at a cat sanctuary. So I just started searching and I found like the perfect position and I was like, I have to get it because I really want to go there this summer. Yeah. No, that sounds amazing. So kind of let's go back into kind of a couple of years ago. When did you decide that you loved traveling? Um, so I pretty much started traveling from when I left school. Uh, my parents were travelers when they were younger, so I always heard about traveling growing up. So it was kind of just in my blood, I guess. Yeah. So I knew that when I finished school, I just wanted to start traveling. So I started from when I was like 19 and um, now I'm 27 and it's been I haven't been traveling full time all, all of those years, but like pretty much on and off since I was 19. Absolutely. No, that's brilliant. You've got the travel bug, as do we all. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So where originally are you from? I am originally from the UK. So my parents met when they were uh, in their 20s there. My mom's South African and my dad's Italian. And they lived in London for quite a long time and they had me there. And then we moved to South Africa because my mom wanted to move back home. And we moved there when I was about 11. Wow. Yeah. So I guess kind of you kind of had that adaptability of kind of being in new environments, meeting new people. I mean, I'm assuming, obviously, you would have had people that you would have known, but also kind of going from a lifestyle in the UK to then kind of go and meet new people all over again. It it takes a lot of kind of life skills, I think. Yeah, it did. I mean, luckily, I was still quite young, but um, it was like definitely a big adjustment, I would say, um, because I wasn't like that young. Mm -hmm. Um, I was almost a teenager. But um, I am really glad that we moved there looking back because I just 
I love South Africa. I feel like it's so different to the UK. And um, yeah, I'm just really happy we moved there. No, oh, amazing. I've never been in it. It's on my list. Someone I know recently went on their honeymoon and oh, really? went to Cape Town and then did a safari. And they're like, we're obsessed. You need to go. It's um, so beautiful, honestly. Like Cape Town is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Yeah. Oh, no, that's amazing. And then, so did you stay then in South Africa until up until the point where you decided to kind of go traveling and then kind of go back and forth kind of in between volunteering? Oh, yeah. So I I pretty much lived there up until I was 19. And then, yeah, it was kind of my base over the years. And um, I just started traveling. I went back to the UK when I was 19. I wanted to go stay there for a while because I really loved London. And I stayed there for like a year and then I went back home for a while. And yeah, I just traveled on and off um, from South Africa. No, I love that. So can you remember when your kind of what your first travel memory was? My first travel memory, like from when I was a kid? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I have quite a ba- bad memory, to be honest, um, <laughs> but I think I'd have to say my parents took me to Spain when I was seven and I freaking loved it. Like I just remember it was so hot and I learned how to swim. I think, yeah, that's when I learned how to swim properly and the sea was so warm. And um, yeah, I think that was my first travel memory. No, that's amazing. And for people that don't follow you at the moment, you're living in Greece and you're staying on an island in Greece. Like, it it just looks magical. How, I guess, how did you stumble across deciding to go to Greece? Um, so there are a lot of stray cats in Greece. And um, this is where I found the volunteer position. And I'd never been to Greece. So I always, I always wanted to come here, of course. Like, it's beautiful. Um, and yeah, this happened to be where the volunteer position was. So I was like, that's just perfect like who doesn't want to volunteer with cats on a greek island right <laughs> absolutely it literally yeah it just looks just like mamma mia really doesn't it it's kind of what everyone thinks of when you think of greece i think yeah well, I definitely do it's, so it's actually even better than like what i imagined like it's it's not overrated at all like greece is so stunning i absolutely love it amazing how long are, how long are you out there for or planning how long's the volunteering position for? So I'm only staying for two months. Um, they they want people to stay for a minimum of one month, but um I decided to stay for two because I like to I like to stay in places for a little while. I don't like to do fast traveling, fast paced mm. traveling. Um, because I really like to get to know the place and yeah, like settle in a bit and feel like a local. So I decided to stay for two months on this island. No, that's amazing. That'll be so fun. How long? How much longer have you got? I've got only about three weeks left. Oh. It's gone so, so fast. I'm actually yeah. quite sad. <laughs> Can you extend it? Um, No, because I've already made other travel plans for the rest of summer. And there are other countries that I want to go to. As much as I want to stay here, like there are other countries I really need to see. Yeah. So, yeah, I think two months is enough, to be honest. No, absolutely. I think I'd really struggle with doing an animal sanctuary and not getting so attached to the animals. Like, how do yeah. you find that you're not wanting to just take? All oh the my god! 
No, I am. I definitely am getting attached. Like the closer it gets to me leaving, I actually look at all the cats and I get really sad because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be absolutely heartbroken when I have to leave. Yeah. Um, but I knew that this was all part of it, you know. Um, it's just how it goes, I guess, if you if you want to do something like this. But it's definitely not going to be easy. Yeah, no, I get that. I guess, Um. I mean, I'm assuming it's a organisation where you can then apply for the cats even if you're overseas as well is that kind of how it works or do you have to be based specifically in Greece no no no. you don't have to be based in Greece um they take volunteers from from all over the world yeah yeah no that sounds amazing so talk me through all the volunteering opportunities you've done because I saw on TikTok you did a specific video around bartending and working on party boats so yeah is there anything else that you've done and which I guess there must have been so many pros and cons to all of those what have been your favorite parts um so this has definitely definitely been my favorite volunteer position so far um the other ones I kind of did some of them just so that I could uh travel for cheap and stay in certain countries you know travel to certain countries um and not spend a lot of money because basically I volunteer and get free accommodation in exchange and it saves me a lot of money um especially traveling around Europe because Europe can be quite expensive yeah. but I have done like yeah last year I did a, I think I did four different work exchanges and they were all pretty different um yeah I did the boat party one for only two weeks uh it was in Croatia and it was the end of the season and um, it was just a bit dead. So I didn't really enjoy that one that much. But oh. I think in peak season, it's probably a lot of fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. I guess it it kind of depends on what you're looking for from your volunteering, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think I would have like, I would have enjoyed it if it had been like peak season and it had been like really busy, you know, lots of parties, but it was, there were just not a lot of tourists left there. So it was definitely not the right time to go. And I think timing is also really important with traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I went to Montenegro and I did babysitting for the owner of a co-living house. And that was amazing. I loved that. Um, not the babysitting so much, but um, because the kid was a little bit difficult. Oh. But <laughs> um, I had like quite a good uh position there because it was only like two to three hours a day so I had like and it was in the evening so I had like my whole day free and we were in a little village in the mountains and it was so beautiful um it was out of season and we had access to a car and bikes so we would just go to the beach every day or go hiking and yeah it was pretty incredible I loved Montenegro and I mean it's such a good idea to thing to do volunteering to get free accommodation I think I mean yeah. I, I did like a gap year where I was in New Zealand and I did nannying and that was always something where I was like okay I want to be here in a certain um location for a couple of months so it made sense but I've never thought more kind of short term and of course I'm assuming for certain roles there probably isn't as many kind of minimum like a minimum duration that you have to stay for um yeah yeah usually the the minimum it depends on the job but usually the minimum is like two weeks to a month Mm -hmm. um which is great if you're traveling and you want to see like many countries um 
but yeah these work exchanges have become super popular like so many travelers are doing them now especially like long-term travelers or just people who want to travel on a budget because it really saves you so much money like depending what country you're going to accommodation can be super expensive um and if you want to also travel for longer then it's perfect because you can stay in one place for longer and not worry about having to pay for accommodation and it's usually just a really fun experience because you get to meet people and like make really good friends and all stay together for a while like the other volunteers or the people just staying if it's like a hostel um so yeah I personally really love it yeah absolutely no I think I think you're onto something there and yeah people listening if they want to get into it how did you find these particular positions I'm assuming nowadays with social media there must be pages and websites to find yeah so I I do it all through world packers uh world packers is a really good platform where they have loads of different work exchanges that you can look through like you just pick the country that you want to go to and um yeah then you just see what kind of positions they have in that country and see if there's anything you like and there's loads of different kinds of jobs as well and um yeah that's pretty much how I do it through world packers no that sounds amazing so in general where do you think the love of, I mean, aside from your parents being travel um, travellers and loving it as well, where do you think, kind of, what do you think you enjoy the most out of travelling? Um, that's such a hard question because there's so many things. Yeah. Um, but I must say that I think travelling makes you really, like, present. Um, I feel like it puts you in the present moment because everything's new and unfamiliar. So most of the time you're really like taking it all in and um, you kind of have to make conscious choices. You can't like run on default when you're traveling on your own, especially solo travel Mm -hmm. and you're just so forced out of your comfort zone. So you experience so much and you learn so much about yourself. So I think, yeah, I have to say being like in the present moment is what I love the most about it. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of on the other side of the podcast, we always talk about trying to find that link between traveling and well-being. And I've always found that I absolutely love traveling as a point for me to have like a real reset when I go away. And I guess in a similar in a similar sense, like you say, not having those kind of distractions and being really present, it must be a great way to just reflect and be able to just go with the flow yeah exactly um I think it's so good for I think everyone should solo travel at some point in their lives like I think you learn so much about yourself and the world that you won't really learn if you're in one place your whole life yeah no absolutely and I think for certain people it's probably really hard to kind of even consider going solo traveling because yeah it, it's it daunting. is yeah but a I lot guess, of people are really scared to do it yeah but I guess doing volunteering is just a great way to meet people because sometimes yeah it's really it really does depend on where you're staying in a hostel as to whether you're even gonna pass someone's path um or yeah. have some like, interest with particular people that you're staying in a room with. Like sometimes you don't actually have that one-on-one time with people. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do. I I do think volunteering for first-time travelers is 
is really a good idea because um, you will most of the time meet people and you most likely won't be alone. So, and you have like a safe space as well, which I think is really good. Um, I've met quite a few first time travelers when volunteering and they haven't really traveled much before and they usually love it. And it's just, yeah, I think it's a lot um, easier than traveling on your own, just like in a random country. But yeah, um, yeah I definitely recommend it to most people. That's amazing. So where where are your plans for the rest of summer? Um, so I have basically when I leave Greece at the end of the month, I've got a social media job in Switzerland, which I'm really excited for. And that's going to be like a week long. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm going to go visit a friend in France for a week. And then I'm going to go visit my parents in um, the UK. And um, then I'm basically going, oh, I have a group trip planned in Albania on the South Coast. Very beautiful. Oh, it's um, beautiful. And it's yeah. so underrated. Like people don't, I mean, I feel like it's more yeah. up and coming now. Definitely. Like a lot of people before, like I think people like the comfort of going to places that they already know, especially if you're going from the UK, you're going to go to Spain or you're going yeah. go to go like there's like certain so bucket like list places that you go to yes. <laughs> exactly and there's so many underrated countries now like Albania and like you said it's definitely up and coming like people are starting to discover it now yeah. and um it's I actually went there last year but I never went to the south coast I was in the north but it was really beautiful and so affordable and I was like I definitely want to come back here and um I know that the beaches in, in the south are really beautiful like just as stunning as Greece and um, yeah, I think in the next few years, it's probably going to become quite popular to go there. Yeah, so go now whilst it's still relatively cheap as well. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely now. I think now's a really good time to go. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And you touched on um, doing social media content. I guess what made you take that plunge to kind of take the love of traveling and turn it into a job which is an old ideal job really where you can go traveling and you can do the things that you love and explore new places yeah um well I always wanted to I always loved traveling and I always wanted to try and get a job where I could keep traveling and work remotely and um years ago I wanted to get into YouTube and um I basically I tried to get into YouTube but it just never went anywhere and I kind of gave up um, cause it was so hard to grow on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And, um, then I started doing TikTok and, um, I just realized that I could actually make travel content because my content started to do well. I just started to do it for fun and it was doing well. And I was like, maybe I can actually turn this into a job and, um, travel and make travel content. And here you are. <laughs> yeah, here I am. No, that's amazing. So yeah, I guess it's still a work in progress for sure. But um, yeah. I'm pretty happy with how far I've come since I started. When did you first start it? At the beginning of last year, so 2022. That's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. You should be proud. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have. It's it's going well so far. Um, it's definitely not an easy industry to get into. Uh, doing social media like it's it has its ups and downs but I'm just so grateful that I'm able to travel and do this while I'm traveling absolutely 
And I think as well, especially for you being able to do your volunteering things that you do and to carry on doing your everyday life, you can kind of take that content and turn that into videos that people would really kind of resonate with and feel inspired with. I think, I mean, I know we've spoken about volunteering a lot on here, but that's why I wanted to get you on because I think I speak to a variety of different people on here and it's great to hear different insights of how people have taken different avenues to go traveling and I think yeah volunteering is a great way to do that oh definitely I think it's honestly such a game changer because also a lot of people can't really afford to travel or let's say they don't know how to save up to travel as, as well and volunteering has made it well work exchanges have, has made it so much easier for people to do that now so you can travel with with really not that much money like you don't need a lot of money to travel if you decide to volunteer so I think it's such an amazing opportunity yeah absolutely so this is a big question and I feel like you might have a few answers and that's absolutely fine but where is on your bucket list okay (laughs) yeah it's that's a really hard question because like the whole world you know is it's so big um but so for this year, I'll say Portugal and Spain are on my bucket list because Portugal, I've just heard amazing things about and Spain as well. And I haven't been to Spain since I was a kid. Um, but the other countries I would say at the top of my list are the Philippines. I've been wanting to go to the Philippines for years and I'm going to try and make that happen at some point this year. Um, and then Asia in general, like I would love to travel around Asia um Latin America is also on my bucket list next year I'm gonna try and do a big trip maybe to Latin America and India is also on my bucket list and I know that's going to be a very big trip so I have no idea when I'm going to do it but I really want to go to India as well yeah absolutely I know like you say the world is so big and I feel like for me as well I find that I'm constantly like making a list every time I'm on a plane I'm like okay where where do I want to go next yeah you just like keep finding countries and you're like I I think like I've got like a bit of an obsession with I mean I definitely know that I have (laughs) I'm like saying I think and I'm sure like my friends would also testify that I've now kind of got it in my head where I'm like okay and I I need to do this amount of countries by then and like yeah it gets overwhelming because you're like oh my god I want to see all of these countries but how am I gonna like how am I gonna make it happen yeah absolutely have you ever done any types of experiences like skydiving or ziplining anything like that um no not really I wouldn't say that I'm I'm not really an adrenaline junkie to be honest at all (laughs) I'm very relaxed very chilled um but I do love the ocean and I do love um snorkeling and I'm really trying to learn how to free dive that's something I'm super interested in and I really want to get into it um and yeah if I had to choose something I'd really love to do it would be to swim with humpback whales wow yeah yeah that's that's something I have to do one day that would be amazing where would you go for that um there are a few places but it's quite hard to find them I think you can do it in there's a little island called Tonga that Mm -hmm. you can do it in which is close to like Australia 
Um, That's so random that you can do it from there. Like it's yeah. such a small island that I wouldn't have expected that to be one of like the bases. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't allow it everywhere, you know, because it's not, I don't think it's, uh, well, I think it is safe, but they don't think it's that safe. I, yeah. I'm not really sure, but um, humpbacks are like very gentle creatures. So it is pretty safe. But um, yeah, I think you can do it in Tonga. And I think you can also do it in Mozambique, which is one of my favorite countries. Have you been there before then? Yes, I've been there three or four times over the years. Wow, that's on my list. You'll have to tell me everything. What do you love the most about it? Oh, it's so hard. Um, Mozambique is just such a beautiful country. It's so underrated. I mean, not a lot of people even know anything about it. But luckily, I've been able to go there because it's just above South Africa. Mm -hmm. And I went there when I was younger with my parents. And I realized how much I loved it. And I was like, I have to come back here when I'm older. So I ended up going like two or three times over the past few years. Um, it's so beautiful. The, it has gorgeous beaches. It's very tropical. Um, it's an ex-Portuguese colony, actually. And the people are amazing. Just so friendly. So, such good vibes. And um, it's basically uh, the coastline is also very big for diving, scuba diving. Oh. Uh, there's a lot to see there. It's very good for diving. And it's just very off the beaten path as well, which I love. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess because we definitely skipped past this question and got so far into the conversation. That's yeah. always the first question that I love to ask people. Would you say that is your favorite place that you've been to or um, your favorites? I think so. Yeah. So it has to be between that and Italy. Yeah. Um, Mozambique and Italy are my like my top two favorite countries, I would say. Um yeah I'm half Italian so I am a bit biased but <laughs> I really love Italy so much it'd be funny if you were like so Italy and South Africa just the perfect combo <laughs> yeah I also yeah <laughs> I also do love South Africa though it's also up there yeah no that's amazing well thank you so much for coming on don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review to let us know what you think you can also find us on Instagram at TravelMindedOfficial. Officials Abroad was founded in 2019 and is led by myself, Michael Polak, a trained barrister and expert in international law and assistance. Justice Abroad operates to ensure that people who travel overseas for work or pleasure can be confident that if anything goes wrong, there'll be someone ready to help them. We are seeing an increasing number of cases across the world where people find themselves in trouble and we've been asked to assist. Justice Abroad has a team of top investigators, lawyers around the world, and support staff available to provide unparalleled support. Many people when traveling have an attitude of, it'll never happen to me. And then when something does go wrong, they feel helpless with nowhere to turn. Anyone traveling for any purpose should be aware of the issues that could arise and be prepared to get in touch with us should something go wrong. We currently have cases in Greece, China, Thailand, Somalia, Myanmar, Cyprus, Spain, Vietnam, and many other countries around the globe. The increased number of cases which are coming to us proves how frequently travellers can find themselves in trouble, often as a victim of crime or accused of offences they did not commit. Usually, travel insurance will not cover you for assistance and advice with legal problems overseas. And even where they do, the assistance can prove ineffectual and not practical. At Justice Abroad, we have an extremely hands-on approach that allows our clients to feel assured that we will deal with every aspect of their situation and ensure they have the best possible outcome. We're Justice Abroad, and we're here when you need us. Thank you.